This is the Amblecote Christian Centre podcast. Hello. In these podcasts, we're exploring different parts of the picture of a theology of suffering. This one addresses the way that we understand death. There is a significant amount of our suffering that is linked to death. We may suffer because we are bereaved, or we may suffer from an illness which leads to death sooner than we would have hoped. For this reason, part of the picture of a theology of suffering is seeing death clearly. I want to repeat here what I said in the first podcast. This teaching is not meant to be a pastoral response to suffering. What I will say on this podcast is not what I would say when I go to comfort someone who has just been bereaved. But I think it is essential for us to get a clear foundation with regard to death, to prepare us for bereavement and for suffering that is connected with death. It is perhaps unusual to address death so directly. In our culture, we don't really like to think about death and we certainly don't want to talk about it. We are not often encouraged to ponder our own mortality. We spend enormous amounts of money delaying and disguising the ageing process. We tend to do death in such a way as to hide the corpse from the eyes of the bereaved most of the time. And yet death is one of the few things we will all experience. It is one of the ultimate realities of the human life. As Christians, what do we believe about death apart from that it happens? How clear is our theology of death? Often we have never answered these questions directly and the consequence is that our responses when we are bereaved can be all over the place. Commonly we can feel that some kind of injustice has been done, especially if the person who died was younger. It's not fair. Why should they be taken now? Why should a good person like this die when other people survive? It's not fair that they didn't get to live the life that was due to them. We tend to consider ourselves as the object of death. Death as something that happens to us. But the Bible teaches us something strikingly different. Death is not an accident. Death is not inevitable. And we are not objects of death. Rather, as Don Carson puts it, death must first be seen not as the supreme instance of a cosmic lack of fairness, but as God's well-considered sentence against our sin. Death is something that God has done, as Genesis 3 tells us. When humans sinned, God removed access to the tree of life. Death is the ultimate limit that God has put on sinful humanity. We wanted to be like God. We wanted to become gods. But God refused to allow sin to have the ultimate victory in his good creation. So he limits us with death. It is the just response to our total rebellion. God is the source of life. When we reject him, we reject life itself and therefore we are left with death. This is the story of humanity. As Paul puts it in Romans, the wages of sin are death. Inevitably, to sin is to reject the giver of life. And this means that we are not primarily the object of death. We are its subject. Death is something that happens because of us. 
to return to Carson. I am a responsible participant in my own death. Death is not simply something that happens to me. It happens to me because I am a sinner. In that sense, I have caused death. Another theologian, Helmut Thiekler, puts it like this. In other words, a personal rebellion means that I must not complain against God when death comes. God is telling me something by it. In my death, he is reacting to me. There is a message in it. I see God's hand and word aimed at me. Now this might feel like abrasive stuff, but it is true. It is not all the truth. This is only one part of the picture. There is more to be said and more will be said, but this is important. We need to come to accept that we are all living under the sentence of death, death that is deserved and in which we are culpable causes. The reason this is so important is this is the antidote to the lie we so easily believe that God somehow owes us 80 happy years of life. Death is only unfair if justice means we should live. But the truth is that justice demands that we die. If God only acted out of his justice, we would all already be dead. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. If God calls us to account when we are a hundred, that is well and good. If he calls us to account when we are 50, that is also well and good. If he calls us to account when we are 20, then that too is also well and good. Even children ultimately live under the sentence of death. God owes us nothing and pure justice means death for all of us. If we can build on that foundation, then our response to death will be more biblical and less sinful. This does not mean that death is good. This does not mean that death is not an enemy that Jesus conquered and will conquer. This does not mean that death should not make us angry, but these truths must stand on the foundation of grasping the cause of death, which is our own rebellion, and thus should leave us less angry at God and more grateful for his mercies. When this is our worldview, we can become much more accepting of death. It is not unfair, for God owes us nothing. Young death, while still painful, is not necessarily shocking, for we all live under the sentence of death. Terminal illness, while distressing, is not fundamentally different to death from old age. We will all die. God may call us at any point. The years we have are a gift of grace to be used in his service, not something to which we have a right. For this reason, older generations of Christians used to talk much more about death. The role of a pastor used to be defined as preparing people to die well. In the next podcast, we'll talk about the resurrection and the transformation of death for the Christian. For now, we must stop seeing it as odd or morbid for someone to talk about dying well, or for us to talk about living consciously under the sentence of death. This is the path of discipleship. Finally, for this podcast, we must acknowledge that there are plenty of things worse than death. 
Part of our culture's horror of death is because, for many, death is the ultimate evil. If you have no hope beyond the grave, if there is no God, then death is truly awful because that is the end, finally and forever. There is nothing else, so everything depends on staying alive. And it is this that justifies spending millions of pounds on healthcare that only extends the life of individuals for a year or so. It's this that justifies massive anxiety, selfishness and risk aversion in large numbers of people. I understand that, but it should not be so for us. For us, we have a hope beyond death, as we'll talk about on the next podcast. So death is by no means the worst thing that can happen to us. When I think about the possibility of me dying tomorrow, the thing I most worry about is my children and my wife. I think my death would cause significant distress and hardship for them. But beyond this, there's nothing that bad for me in my own death. I await the resurrection, again, in the next podcast. I would much rather die than abuse my children. I would much rather die than commit great evil or become an agent destroying the church of God. I think I'd much rather die than lose my mind. I'm free to think about the crazy amounts of money we spend keeping people alive a few months longer that could be spent in other ways. Death is not even the worst thing for those who don't follow Jesus. Jesus himself said so. He said it's better that someone be tossed into the sea with a millstone around their neck than causing one of these little ones to sin. This is not to deny the appropriate horror of death, but it is to put it in its place. Death is by no means the worst that can happen to any of us. So our theology of suffering needs to incorporate a biblical grasp of death. We all live under the sentence of death all of the time. This is not unfair, but it is the just response of God to our rebellion. Justice demands our death. It is God's mercy that gives us life of any length. We have no rights to life but life is a gracious gift. The path of discipleship includes the call to prepare for death, to die well, for there are things worse than death. In the next podcast, we will explain the place of resurrection in a theology of suffering. Thank you for listening to Amblecote Christian Centre's podcast. For more information about who we are, what we believe, and how you can get involved, check out our website www.amblecotechristiancentre.org.uk